Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey, you love the show, right? Show off that love with a shirt from loisrules.com or get your gimmick at boxagimmicks.com, the official store of what happened when. Posters, hats, tumblers, accessories, and more. Boxagimmicks.com. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Everybody's heard this. Make sure your sweetheart knows she's your star. Picture it. It's Valentine's Day. She opens this really cool gift box and out slides a blue rose trimmed in gold. You know, the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets. And you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. It's breathtaking. Now, picture a magnificent, real 24-karat gold rose deeply dipped in pure 24-karat gold with petals in this rich blue color covered in sparkles that mimics the stars in the sky. That's Twinkle Twinkle. The brand new exclusive rose only available at Steven Singer Jewelers. Real jewelers, real roses, really dipped in pure 24 karat gold with real lifetime guarantee. It's always the number one Valentine's Day gift that lasts forever. It comes with your own free personal love note and ships fast and free to the love of your life your wife, daughter, or sweetheart, and says, I'm so lucky to have you in my life. Steven's brand new roses, $79, but his real 24-karat gold dip roses started only $59. Go right now to IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Thank goodness 2020 is finally behind us. Unfortunately, a lot of us put Christmas on a credit card, and those bills, well, they're still in front of us. Here's a pro tip for you. Don't make a new year's resolution to save money. Just head over to SaveWithConrad.com right now. We make saving money fast and easy. Just ask Benji in Louisiana. He left us a five-star review and wrote, why did I wait so long? Process was very easy. No hard sell signed closing documents at my kitchen table. What about Jared up in Beeville, Texas? He says this was a quick and easy process. First family was very helpful and easy to communicate with. They always got back to me in a timely manner. I would recommend first family to anyone. What about William in Gallatin, Tennessee? He says it was great working with Jimmy and the rest of Conrad's staff at first family who knew listening to grilling Jr. and something to wrestle could save me over 130 grand and seven years off of my loan with almost no increase in payment. Find out how much money you can save right now for free at SaveWithConrad.com. And here's the thing. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. And we're licensed in more than 40 states. So what are you waiting for? If you've got credit card debt, it's not a matter of if we can save you money. It's a matter of how much. Find out right now for free and keep more of your own money at SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? Hurry to SaveWithConrad.com. Right now, do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. But you know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or your renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. 
That's Geico.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA and Jim Crockett Promotions. Tony and first what they win, look Shivani's back again. World title split off, center stage, Bischoff, Disney, Hogan, and Nitro, New World Order, and the Crow. Thunder Russo, Arquette Champ, Vinnie Mac, simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad, not your classy podcast. Watch a lot, try not to laugh, lowest rules, cat back. This wasn't the initial plan, Tom Zing's a good looking man. Hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? With the voice of your childhood, Tony Schiavone. Tony, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Man, I'm fucking fired up. We had such a great time last week talking all things JCP in 1986. We're starting at the beginning, and boy, week one was fire, was it not, Tony? Some great stuff from week one, some great memories that, uh, watching that show brought back, uh, to me and, uh, some, uh, not so much wrestling, although we did have a two segment match, but, I, but I think we, we kind of know, as we look into the, the, what is the best year ever for Jim Crockett promotions, 1986, we, we realize that they are, they're grooming Magnum to be the next world champion. One would assume by what's going on. Mm-hmm. We're, at, uh, in the midst of the rock and roll express Midnight Express feud, which was one of the hottest, if not the hottest feud that year. We're in the midst of Dusty Rhodes against the Horsemen, which is another great feud. So, and of course the Road Warriors and the Russians. So a lot of great things are going on here uh, as we're moving in here to the early part of 1986. Yeah. As your man, uh, used to say on TV, Ooh, things are taking place. I'm pretty fired up about this dude. It's week two of all things, JCP. If you haven't already. Fire up your WWE network. Watch along with us. Won't you, uh, when you pull up your network, just click on in ring, scroll down to ECWCW, scoot over until you see world championship wrestling. And this one went down on January 11th, 1986. Uh, so Tony, as you and I are talking a couple of days ago was the 35th anniversary of this. God, you're old, really, really old. Yeah. Uh, really old. Uh, and you'll get there one day. Motherfucker. Oh, not at this weight. I won't. Mm, All right, boys okay. and girls. I think we've got, uh, we've got a little help with our countdown today. Is that right? That is right. You do have help with your countdown. Where could you guys be without me helping you with countdowns and various other things? And okay. Three, two, one play. Track it. And you see, kicks only Anderson in the leg. I've told you about that boot time and time again. You won't do anything about it. If that had been Ric Flair wearing it, if it had been me or Charlie Blanchard wearing it, what would you have done? Fines, suspensions. Hey, I'm not taking you home. 
Oh my goodness, baby dolls out here. You take me home or not. I'm out here to say, Art Anderson, you are next. Oh, is that a play? Just one minute. Wait a minute, Tony. I made that my ringtone on my phone, by the way. So next time we're That's hanging cool. out, somebody calls. No more eastbound and down from Jerry Reed. It's this. World champion. So don't be surprised if I'm a little slow to answer now. You're free to talk anytime here, Tony. Just I was letting the music go, man. Okay. Well, let's just let, let's see what Crockett's saying here. Tony, like the lady said, Iron Anderson is next. And we have Iron Anderson here on World Championship Wrestling. He is the new World's Television Champion, and we will have him wrestle his first match. Well, like him or not, he won that tournament for the NWA World Television title just last weekend. He is a new World Television Champion. However, the other half of the Minnesota Wrecking Crew is Ole Anderson. And as reported last week, Ole Anderson is in uh, serious business right now because he has undergone a very serious injury. And from what we heard, we're not so sure if Ole Anderson will ever, ever come back or not. That's correct. Uh, the injury is such that he might not ever wrestle again. That's right. That's from and so that we puts that, that puts that national tag team title up, you know, because they have 30 days in which to defend it. To defend the title, just like what happened to Dusty Rhodes when he was the world television champion. Now, today, our very first installment of Scouting Report with Bill Apter, an in-depth interview with one of your favorite wrestlers, so you'll want to stay tuned for that. That is here today on World Championship Wrestling, and then each and every week you will see Scouting Report with Bill Apter. And we also have a title match here today for the Mid-Atlantic Heavyweight title, the champion Crusher Khrushchev will defend against Sam Houston. That's that going to be a fantastic today. match. That is this exactly young man, right. he's on his way up. Now, the World Heavyweight Champion, H.R. Boy Ric Flair is with us. Dusty Rhodes with Baby Doll. Dusty, the National Heavyweight Champion. Magnum T.A. is here. The World Tag Team Champions are here. Let's bring in Ron Garvin. We talked about the World Heavyweight Champion, Ric Flair. Of all the top contenders to his title, you got to say that Ron Garvin is right at or near the top of the list, and I know you're looking to get maybe one day that World Heavyweight title. That's right, Tony. You know, on the way down here this morning, sitting in a plane, I was reading a paper. And it's funny. Everybody has a goal in life, and that's what makes life... So exciting and so worthwhile living is to accomplish your goal. And in a paper, there was an article that says this corporation, their goal was to gross $27 million. And I said, well, it's a little out of reach for Ronnie Garvin, $27 million. Right now, it's out of reach for Ronnie Garvin. But I know exactly where to find a half a million to start with in 1986. And a half a million, I'm talking about the belt that Ric Flair is wearing, the World's Heavyweight Championship belt. That's worth a half a million dollars a year. Now, that's my goal for 1986. And Ric Flair, you're the man. Now, you said on television to beat a man, you got to beat the man. Well, I think I'm the man for the job. You see, I think I've embarrassed you. Now, you, you witnessed the match I had with him on the Superstation here in front of millions of people. Now, you don't hear Ric Flair brag about this. Because I think I give him a whooping. I think I got his number. And I think he's scared, and I think he wants to run. But, Ric Flair, I'm going to be here, 1986. Doesn't matter where it's at. If it's here, if it's in California, East Coast, West Coast. But, Ric Flair, I'm here, and I'm after you. Okay, let's go to the ring. The Russian team is in the ring. So you see the uh, the Russian team, two of the three six-man champs here, Ivan and Nikita. But they're not wearing the belts. They're still carrying the trophy. Is that because the belts aren't made yet? That's right. Okay. So, uh, watching that opening segment back, I wasn't really paying attention to your video, which by the way, you can watch our video, uh, on adfreeshows.com. 
I was instead watching you be very, very uncomfortable in 1986. It felt like you got a little lost and stumbled at the beginning. Sure and did. unfortunately Crockett was not there to help you dust off. I don't know what you were thinking at the time, but I've been in moments like that where I just want to get that segment done and fucking hit the reset button. Am I right? Yeah. I, I think my, I think I had too much makeup on that day. Dude, you look like little Annie orphan. One of those little rag dolls. They just put those little red blotches on there. It was like a Tammy Faye Baker deal. I don't know. Yeah. Raggedy Ann. Right. I get you. I understand, but I, I can't. And I, and we were stumbling. We stumbled right through that. I, uh, they never did go off perfect, but they, they never would say, got to do it again. Never would say it, you know? And this is it? not live by the way. This is live to tape in the morning, right? right? Live to tape. Absolutely. So whatever you did was there. If you stumbled through it, you stumbled through it, but I couldn't get over uh, again, how fucking phony my voice was just God. Thank you very much. David Crockett. We've got a great program for you this week. Um, I'm Johnny radio. Yeah, baby. Wonder when I changed. Wonder when that, that stopped. I, I don't know. Probably around the time you started Shivani. You're like, I'm not putting on airs anymore. It's just me. Fuck it. Not a bad thing either. Now listen to some of my baseball broadcasts from back then, back in the eighties, doing the same thing for baseball. It's, I mean, you, you were trying to, it's like in, in wrestling, right? Guys will say, well, he was playing wrestler. He wasn't being, he, he wasn't being the character. Yeah. And so you were playing announcer. You weren't being the announcer. R right. Very, very, God, very well said. Hey, so let's talk about what you're doing here. As we mentioned, this is happening on the 11th. Um, so you guys would have started your week on the fifth. You did a double shot that Sunday in uh, Asheville civic center, the main event in front of 2,500 fans was flair and Manny Fernandez. The same day you're in Charlotte, 10,200 fans would see flair beat dusty roads by DQ the next day on Monday, there's a shot in Iva, South Carolina. Am I saying that right? IVA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina, same day. It's a, a second show. This one with mm -hmm. flair and dusty. That's a Monday now. Yeah. Fayetteville was a bigger venue. Obviously uh, on Tuesday, you ran one show. It was the seventh and, uh, on last were Ricky and Robert. And of course there was a whole little situation where the midnight express got involved. It's a worldwide taping, right? Tuesday was worldwide tapings. Basically, uh, Broke. the next day you're in Dorton arena. That's on January 8th. On top again, it's rock and rolls and midnights. Flair had the day off on the ninth flares back in Canton, Ohio, and he's going to take on dusty roads in the main event. The co-main is uh, Ricky and Robert taking on Bobby and Dennis. Uh, and then on the 10th. So the day before this show, another double shot, this is all by the way, from the history of WWE.com. Shout out to those guys for doing all the heavy lifting here, but you guys did uh, Norfolk, Virginia at the scope with flair and dusty on top. And Cincinnati, Ohio got the rock and roll express taken on the Russians in a steel cage match. And it's also worth mentioning in Cincinnati, Ohio, pistol Pez Watley worked with a very young Al snow here in 1986. Wow. How about that? How about that? So now after that, you know, you got two crews coming back, uh, one from Norfolk, Virginia, one from Cincinnati, Ohio, and they're all getting here for January 11th. Uh, so matinee show, as we said, you guys were recording at what time? Probably 9am, 9am was the call time or 9am is when tapes were rolling. No, usually 9am when the uh, tape was rolling. I usually got in there about seven 30 or eight. Wow. 
Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm off by an hour, maybe 10 a.m., but it was morning. I, I can tell you that. So what we're leading up to here is the fact that, like the Russians, had worked Cincinnati, so they had to take the first flight in the morning. Right. And the Rock and Roll Express, Norfolk, you you have to fly in from Norfolk, too. So, I, yeah, I, that was uh, that was kind of tough living. You, uh, as typical, you know, you were not honest with the fans and lied. Uh, you said right here at the open of the show, the world champion, Ric Flair is here. He is not in fact going to appear on the program. So I lied. Well, you're a known liar. I mean, everybody in wrestling knows that. No, not everybody in wrestling knows that. Uh, not everybody in wrestling would agree with that because I'm the voice of your childhood. No, no, I get that. But our dad's lied to and us I'm, too. I'm a, no, I'm, I'm a straight, cold baby face behind the scenes, straight, cold baby face. Straight cold baby face. That's a new t-shirt available now at boxofgimmicks.com. Let's track it here. And pressure Khrushchev. Okay, that's just a sample of what the key to my nephew and Crusher Khrushchev just did on their recent tour to Asia, to Japan, defeating all these opponents in record time. Crusher, how long was the longest match against the Japanese? It's just like these Americans around here, no longer than five minutes. You hear that, Road Warriors? Rock and Roll Express? You better pay rock and roll. You know, you see these road warriors on two different occasions. Yourself out here, American. You see what happened to them when we used to chain on both of them at two separate occasions. And put them down. You watch some more of this road warrior. That is fine. You come ahead. We welcome the opportunity. And you, Madam TA, United States Heavyweight Champion. You think you are big and you are strong. You're going to find out my nephew Nikita is a little stronger and a little better. These are my nephews. How do you call? I I hear these a freak of rider. What is time, Magazine? You come, you come to to your knees and meet Nikita Kola. You see, Nikita, it's time to take you, Tiger. And the wrong way. Nagita here, how, how you, you also have maybe little problem. What happened to you, Otto? The Russian team led by Ivan Kolov when we come back. You understand the goddamn word he said? <laughs> no. I only know that when he, t- when he called, uh, when he said Magnum TA's name, he called it Maggot TA. Maggot TA. Boy, these fucking, these closed captioning people had a hard day's work that day. (laughs) I mean, they gave up halfway through and it just said indistinct. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work, but you know, what's easy bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or your renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Okay. The internet is the most important thing we got in the entire world. You may say, nah, it's not. Well, it is. That's how we listen to the show. That's how we talk on the phone. That's how we do our work. That's how we shop. So it's important. That's how we pay our bills. So it's important to get secure and private access to the internet. And here's how you do it with a VPN service. You see, a VPN service provides you a secure encrypted tunnel for online traffic to flow. And nobody can see through the tunnel and get their hands on your internet data. 
NordVPN is the best VPN if you're looking for peace of mind when you use public Wi-Fi, access personal and work accounts on the road, or want to keep your browsing history to yourself. Protect all your devices with NordVPN. Do you use Windows at work? Mac operating system at home? Linux for your special projects? No problem. There's a NordVPN application for each of these, plus apps for iOS, Android, and Android TV. Oh, and also encrypted proxy extensions for Chrome and Firefox. Best of all, with one Nord VPN account, you can secure up to six, count them, six devices at the same time. And there's a very special Christmas deal from NordVPN. Every purchase of a two-year plan will get you four additional months free. Go to this website, nordvpn.com slash WHW. Use that coupon WHW at checkout. Again, Nord, N-O-R-D, VPN.com slash WHW, and use the coupon WHW at checkout. Get secure and private access to the internet right now. Cassio, a lot, but you ain't going anywhere. You tag in Cassio, I'll come to your house and fucking find you. I'd be glad. And that'll be a good thing video-wise to put on ad-free shows. You know what? Megan and I were thinking about renewing our vows in my backyard. I'm going to tell you that morning. Get you to my wedding one way or another. <laughs> God damn it. Where's Jobber Shivani? I always send him to these things. <laughs> no longer. Hmm. So yeah, motherfucker. Bull fucking shit. Can Cassio you imagine kid? Can you imagine if I tried to pull that shit with Jim Ross? Can you imagine? I don't think JR would be too kind to Cassio Kid. I don't think he'd be too kind to me. In fact, he'd probably start low key referencing it during it, during dynamite <laughs> boy. I hadn't yeah. seen somebody quit and be uh, such an act of cowardice since Conrad Thompson quit the podcast. He'd you there. He'd say that in a minute. <laughs> he'd get on you in a minute. Oh my God. Oh God. All right. This is after Arn Anderson won the television championship. That's right. Now the, the week before he was just one half of the, uh, the no. national tag team champs, right? No, he was TV champ then too. I thought he won it. No, he wasn't. Okay. Didn't he win it? Uh, look on your, uh, I mean, I just told I you think... when it happened, but you don't, you don't want to listen, you know? I, okay. When did it happen? January 4th in Greensboro. Yeah. That night after the show. Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. That's right. We, ta- we, we talked about the morning that. that night. He won it. Yeah. See? We said that last week. You know how many podcasts I've done since then, Tony? Fuck you. Yeah, well, it ain't fuck me. It's fuck you. Long oh, before uh, it'll be fuck me, it'll be fuck you, dude, dude, dude. By the way, when Ronnie Garvin was cutting his promo, I was like, man, he, he has a little hint of Pat Patterson to me and his delivery and all that. And then I was like, duh, he's fucking from Montreal. Sure. Slingshot, suplex, Tully Blanchard is your winner. Hey, by the way, is that one of the more difficult finishing maneuvers to pull off? I would think so. It was back then. It would be now. We'll be right back with more wrestling. All right. Who's got? Oh, here we go. Let's track it. Look at those belts. It's congratulations. You are the world television champion. You won the tournament. You're also one half of the national tag team champions. However, you do realize though, that you have 30 days to defend that national tag team title belt. 
I know you want to talk about this first, but keep that in mind. First things first, for once in your life, I'm glad you finally called a spade a spade and admitted that I am, and I know it's making you sick, David Crockett, the fact that I am the world television champion. I am half of the national tag team champions. There is some speculation running around, however, that an injury to Ole Anderson at the hands of Dusty Rhodes that he won't be back in time to defend these tag titles. The information that we've received that well, he may never return to wrestling. Who you think's got the proper information? I talk to him on the phone every day. How long you known Ole Anderson? He will be back for the 30-day period. We'll defend these titles and we'll hang on to them all we want to. Okay. Now then, point number two. Today starts the mark of a new era. There's going to be a TV champion get in that ring every show, every week, and defend that title. The first title defense is today, and I'm going to show you what a television champion is. I'm not going to be like Dusty Rhodes and sit back here in the wings and come out here and tell people what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it, and I'm, that's all starts today, Tony Giovanni. It has been your pleasure, and just remember one thing. Ric Flair, Tully Blanchard, Ole, you're at home watching. We are the Four Horsemen, period. And what it boils down to, you're either a world champion or you're not. That's that. It's been your pleasure. Arnett. That's that. It's been your pleasure. That's it, buddy. My good. Oh, my God. Art Pritz. You know Art? Don't know Art. Well, you're not going to have to worry about <laughs> learning much about him. Can I vent here a little bit? Please do. Uh, there's a serious side to this vent and I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to vent so I can let it go. I'm ready. Uh, AEW has done a lot of things for Brody Lee's family. Yep. Wife and especially children. Yep. And there have been some people online to criticize that. Fuck them. No, no, they can go fuck themselves. You are a piece of shit. If you think that a piece of shit, hmm. I hope they take your social media, not only destroy it. But set it on fire and cram it up your ass. And by the way, if you are on you were on fire, I wouldn't piss on you to put you out. Mm. You bunch of no good, nothing happening motherfuckers. Mm. Your opinion means fuck all. Mm. Fuck you. Fuck your family. Mm. Fuck your brothers. Fuck your sisters. Mm. If you're married, fuck her and mm. fuck your kids. Mm. Fuck you. Mm. Brody Lee will be bigger man than you will ever be, and his family will be a much nicer family than you ever be. Fuck you. I'm tired of hearing it. And I will go on WHW's Facebook page and I will block all you motherfuckers and throw you in the fucking shitter. I feel better. No, I don't feel better. <laughs> why, why, why are you getting on social media, Tony? Why are you doing that? Yeah, I just happened to see something thinking, Jesus Christ. You've, you've told us you were done with social media and yet here you are. Yeah. Well, I, I, I go on my Facebook page, which is my Facebook page only to, uh, to check in with my, the people that I grew up with and, and their families. But then for some reason, either silver or Hancock tied in WHW's Facebook page with mine. And I happened to click on something and I saw some remarks. And I went, holy shit. You got to stop doing that. Yeah, I need to. Worst people in the worst people in the world. Worst people in the world. Dad used to tell me when I was younger and I was getting ready to get my driver's license. He said, "You'll get your driver's license. Don't worry. The stupidest people in the world have their driver's license, so you'll have no problem. Oh. All the dumbest people in the world are online." And look at this. 
the barbarian. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is, is that his paint or is he bleeding here on his hand? I guess that was his paint. I'm not so sure. Yeah, like like Paul's stomp is going to hurt this guy. <laughs> oh, it's time for your dream match, Conrad. Oh, yeah. You want to hear this promo again? Here we go. Would be your dream match. Now, let me say right here, please put your dream match selection or selections on a postcard. We have Tony, right now we have to take postcards only because we have over 20,000. Wait, oh, already. So get them in. Postcards only will be accepted. Right to us. Postcards only. Listen to y'all. They're easier to throw away. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking animal. Tommy Young coming up backstage after you. Oh, buddy, we're going right to another match. How about that? Right into another one. That's kind of unusual. Usually we had match interview, match interview, 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 match. So this is Magnum TA and Thunderfoot. We've seen Thunderfoot. We saw him last week too. Last week he was in red. This week he's in black. What were some of your favorite Thunderfoot matches? Uh, this is one of my favorites cause it's uh, Thunderfoot was Joel Deaton. who was actually a pretty damn good, uh, pretty good hand. As we say, Joel Deaton, of course, uh, 63 years old now mm -hmm. out of Tyler, Texas. Yeah. Joel's a pretty, pretty good guy. Even, uh, wrestled over in all Japan pro wrestling. How about that? Central States, Georgia. He was all over the place. Yeah. And when you had the Thunderfoot gimmick, you could probably get paid twice if you wanted to. Wrestle as Thunderfoot and then wrestle as Joel Deaton. Why not? Of course, you could ask for two payoffs. You weren't going to get them. Especially not if you worked for Gargle. Yeah. You could tell the promoter, hey, I worked twice tonight, and you still weren't going to get any money for working more money for working twice. That's kind of the way it was. That's Joel. There's no question about it. Look how Magnum, man, he knew how to just flex. He, he had one of the things about Magnum that there were a lot of things about Magnum. He had great presence and he knew how to face the camera. When he did his interviews, he always stared right. And he and I talked about this many times and he was talking to me about the promos that are done today. He said, and you know how the, uh, the WWE has promos where they look at the, they don't look at the camera. Right. And he said, that's wrong. He said, you have to look into the camera, look right through that camera and look into the eyes of the person watching your television show and talk to them and bring them into you and bring them into your angle. And he had a great awareness about that. I, I think that was one of the characteristics about Magnum. Hey, he was ruggedly handsome, uh, good looks, uh, could work, but I, I just like the presence that he had on and see how he, he did that, man. He, he knows exactly where the hard cameras are. He's checking the monitors out. He, he just knew, he just knew about it, man. He, he knew it, man. He knew about TV. Probably a low-key big hog too, wouldn't you think? Oh, I, you know, I don't know if he was even on Patreon, you know? Oh, okay. What were you thinking? I don't know. It could be. 
you know, I mean, we, we have all these people on Patreon that we know and we talk to, and we have doing our bonus podcast for us at the end of the month. Sure. But they, they could be some, uh, pseudonyms, right? Sure. Can you spell pseudonym? Yeah. S U D O N I M. I don't think that's right. I don't think it is either. And why do I have to spell on this fucking podcast? Just wanted to prove that you couldn't. <laughs> you did a great job of that. I thought you were trying to spell, you know, S U C K something. I was like, wait a minute. He didn't finish that the right way. No, and then I was like, no, he really took us. He really took a stab at that and it didn't work. Magnum TA. Mm. What a year yeah, for him. Is... 86 was supposed to be and didn't quite work out the way we hoped. We're going to see Magnum later on sitting down with Bill after it's a little weird that he's in the ring and he's going to be on set with after. Oh, that's it. Belly to belly. what do you think of that as a finish? I loved it. I did. I, I thought it was very effective and nobody else used it. They made sure no one else used it like the figure four and was one of those great moves that was just, Hey, I liked everything Magnum did. Right. And a great conversationalist, buddy. Great conversationalist. He and I had long, long talks about the business back in the day. Hey buddy, here he comes. Shaska Watley. And how about George South looking as only he can look. Yes, sir, man. Is he one of the great underrated performers of all time? No. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of people who are in the wrestling business today that credit George South with their, uh, well, and I guess another one would be the Hardy boys, right? Didn't George have something to do with the Hardy boys in North Carolina back in the day? It wouldn't surprise me. It feels like if you're a wrestler in North Carolina, you, you worked with him. I know we saw earlier the Italian stallion. They had some, he had something to do with the Hardy boys, but basically the only thing he did for the Hardy boys is fleece them of, of money. Right. But here's, here's interesting. We had a week ago on this show, and this is week two of a world championship wrestling on TBS, 1986. We, we were full of interviews and now we've had now two matches back to back without interviews. That's uh, it, we really scaled it back. Didn't we? Maybe it was a cause this bill after bullshit. I mean, this bill after thing that we did took up a lot of time. I'm not so sure. I like Pez man. He was your man. Yeah. Pez, a good guy. And, uh, Tiger Conway jr. And Pez, uh, they were a pretty good team together. I thought, oh, I like both of them a lot. The angle. And, and I don't know if we're going to see the angle here. Maybe they'll show it here. I don't know if it happened in 86, probably did maybe had him 87. He did an interview with Jimmy Valiant and Jimmy Valiant was, and he and Jimmy were teaming. And Jimmy said, this is the greatest black athlete in the world today. He said that and Pez got mad at him for calling him a black athlete and beat him up. And he became Shaska Watley, Shaska, which is, uh, a poor way to say Shaka. Hmm. Because I think at that time there was a movie out called Shaka, the Zulu King. Zoom, yeah. Something like that. And so Pez got himself Shaska and he wore the hat. And it was funny that not funny, but it was even back then Valiant couldn't use a racial slang. So he used the word black, which really is not offensive. Still isn't. 
and and pistol and they had pistol take offense to it in a in a uh, in an interview, and that's where he turned heel on Jimmy Valiant. But Pez was good. Pez was a good athlete, man. He could do a lot of things. And George selling for him too, buddy. Big old headbutt. Kaboom. Boy, you got Randy Anderson doing some, uh, he's, I, for some reason, I thought we, we rotated referees. Maybe we had one referee the entire show. I'm not, I can't remember now, but let's, let's pay attention to that and see what we can see here. Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought maybe that now, of course, Randy Anderson is based out of Rome, Georgia, so he's easy to bring in. They don't have to fly him in like, you know, like Tommy young or they would have flown Tommy young in. Why would they have flown Tommy Young in? If they wanted him to work uh, Columbus or something like that that night or something like that. They, they, I mean, they flew Tommy. Look, if you're going to be a referee, well, maybe not. I don't know. I was saying if you're going to be a referee because they worked in Canton on Thursday and Cincinnati on Friday. Uh, so I don't think, I don't know if they used referees up there or not. They probably used, you know, a lot of times here they use Scrappy McGowan, who was based out of Atlanta. They used uh, Pee Wee, who was based out of Rome. And, uh, Tommy, of course, based out of Charlotte, we had Sonny Fargo who was based out of Charlotte, I guess. I'm trying to think of who else we had as referees back then, but you would fly referees around. As a matter of fact, I, uh, I took a, uh, it's a funny ass trip. Uh, when I was a, w- one of those ring announce vent, uh, ring announcing ventures, I went out and we worked the forum in LA. It was me and, uh, Dutch Mantel. Tommy Young and uh, Bobby Jaggers in the same car riding around. That was a lot of fun. You talking about browbeating? I know you're you're probably the world's greatest browbeater. Am I? One of the world. Yeah, you probably you probably if there was ever a a browbeating championship on like let's say I don't know like ABC TV, right? I would think you'd win it almost every year. Uh, but Dutch Mantel was a great one too, and he would browbeat Bobby Jaggers so much, and Bobby. Just but didn't pay attention, like Butch wasn't even talking. It was some some funny shit, man. So, but anyway, that, that's a long way to say we did fly announcers around. And of course, you you would have to use, you know, a lot of places you would have to use uh referees that were sanctioned by the athletic commission. Hmm. And you just have to use that like, go to the towns, you would have to use an athletic commission referee in some of your matches. All right, here oh he is. Gosh. Let's track here it. Good to see you once again. Thank you very much, Tony. Baby. Woo, what a battle out there. Let me tell you what, baby. Jim Crocker Promotions and the NWA, they come all the way live in 85. And let me tell you what else, baby. We're going to be getting down in 86. You can bet your bricks. And another thing, baby. If everybody watches around the whole world, Dusty Rose, he done broke one of the four horsemen's legs. Now everybody upset. Well, let me tell you something, baby. World heavyweight champion, you better look out because he ain't through and the haunt is still on. Check it out, baby. I'll be out there, be in the middle of this in 86. Woo, so proud to be here. Yeah, take care of business, y'all. All right, we're coming right back. Don't go away. I don't like that that beat as much. 
Not only the best, have a little promo there. Yeah, it was. I like when he said live in 85. I like when people, oh, here we go. Here we Biz go. This is about to pick up. Baby dog came out. She said, Arn Anderson, you're next. After what happened to Ole, I think all the fans across the country know exactly what she meant. Well, you know, it's been a, a couple of weeks now with Baby Dog. My mama wrote me from Houston and said, this is the woman that you call a Jezebel on Nationwide TV one time. I said, Mama, Jezebels come in different shapes and forms. They are bad Jezebel and they are good Jezebel. And Baby Dog is a good Jezebel. But let me tell you what just happened. Rick Flair is living proof that most white people ain't got no rhythm. When he be snapping his fingers and the music be going some other place, he is living proof, living proof that white people ain't got no room. Simple that. Except the, except the American dream. Now, dear, Iron Anderson, baby doll told you you're next. I want you to write it down in your book. You understand it. In a steel cage, I'm going to break your bones. Might be your legs, might be your arms, might be anything. And there's one thing that 780 wrestlers around this world want, and that's the world's heavyweight title. Rick Flag, you own it. That's why I want it, and that's what it's all about. Baby Doll has gained a tremendous amount of notoriety, if you will, over the past. And she has got her first award. Baby Doll, show this award here, honey. Look at this. Get a close-up. Baby Doll's first award. I want to thank her for the award. So, quite you know, an honor from you, Rich. Thank that's you. That's it. And Rich, hey, and Rich said in the letter, Dusty Rose, I wish I was big enough to challenge you for a match so I could win Baby Doll from you. It ain't gonna happen, baby. The National Heavyweight Champion, the American Dream, Dusty Rose, and Baby Doll's go to the ring. All right. We got to talk about what we just saw. <laughs> okay. We see the Rock and Roll Express here defending the tag straps against Randy Mulkey and his partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it's not Mulkey Mania. It's not both of them. It's Mr. Deaton. Yeah, Vernon. Chat me up. A lot of Deaton's on this show. Right. It's cute. I won't argue that. But showing a little kid's letter like that on TV, does that not feel a little small time? Yeah. Compared to Vince, I mean. Yeah. You know, we also did, and I think we did in 85. I don't think we did in 86, but we, we also sent out happy anniversary announcements on the show, which don't get me wrong is, is, was a staple once upon a time of local radio. And it's how you kept people engaged and listening. And you felt a connection, you know, these days on social media, everybody's like, Oh, it's about your engagement. Well, that's what you're looking for. And I get it. But at the same time, unless the kid, and I'm not saying this to be dismissive, but unless the kid was like a special Olympian or had some sort of debilitating disease, you would not see Vince like shout the kid out on TV. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Everybody's heard this. Make sure your sweetheart knows she's your star. Picture it. It's Valentine's day. She opens this really cool gift box and out slides a blue rose trimmed in gold. You know, the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets and you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. It's breathtaking. Now, picture a magnificent, real 24-karat gold rose deeply dipped in pure 24-karat gold with petals in this rich blue color covered in sparkles that mimics the stars in the sky. That's Twinkle Twinkle. The brand-new, exclusive rose only available at Steven Singer Jewelers. Real jewelers, 
Real roses really dipped in pure 24-karat gold with real lifetime guarantee. It's always the number one Valentine's Day gift that lasts forever. It comes with your own free personal love note and ships fast and free to the love of your life, your wife, daughter, or sweetheart, and says, I'm so lucky to have you in my life. Stevens brand new roses, $79, but his real 24-karat gold dip roses started only $59. Go right now to IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Hey, real quick, I want to remind you, if you've got credit card debt or if you're in a 30-year loan, SaveWithConrad.com can get you the best deal you've ever had. Can we get you a better interest rate on your mortgage? Absolutely. Can we help you pay your house off faster and keep roughly the same monthly payment? We do it all the time. What about credit card debt? Can we help you knock that out? 100%. We should mention we routinely help our listeners save five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. Find out how much money you can save right now for free. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. And if we can't help you save some cash, we won't waste your time. We're licensed in more than 40 states. So what are you waiting for? Hurry to savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Seriously, let me and my staff at First Family Mortgage help you get 2021 started right and save a boatload of cash at savewithconrad.com. Absolutely stunning on camera. And she was tough and she could wrestle if she needed to. And that's why I think they, that's what I always thought was why they called her the perfect 10 because she could do all that. Okay. I'm, I'm with you on that. I just, I'm thinking about it in terms of Bo Derek. The 1979 movie 10, she was supposed to be right. the, the picture of what every guy, you know, as, as crude and lame and barbaric as it is. Oh man, she's a eight. She's a nine. She's a, it's so fucking shitty. Right. Like guys don't really do that in real life or I hope they don't right. anymore. But anyway, it was like, dude, I, I get that. She's a big character on the show, but mm-hmm. this is almost like a, a rib because no, no don't get me wrong. So. Very attractive lady. But to your point. She's as tall as dusty is. This is yeah. And and when you know her background that she was someone who could do a promo and could wrestle and blah, blah, blah. The way you explained it made total sense to me, but I've had so many people over the years say, oh, that was just a rib on her or a rib on dusty or a rib on whatever. I'm like, I don't get how that would be a rib. And they're like, well, she didn't look like Bo Derek. I'm like, I don't think she was supposed to, but I didn't quite make the correlation that you made, but I just know anytime we're talking about, you know, the way guys would rate girls or whatever. We're on a slippery slope. Yeah. And I just wanted to be clear that by the way, uh, you know, me, I'm into tall, tall, uh, blondes. So roll tide. And she's a great lady in real life. I just didn't get where all the rumor and innuendo about that came from, but you made it perfectly well, clear. Yeah. And that's what I always thought when I was working it. And when, when I was there with him, I thought that was the reason they called it the perfect 10. I also thought that maybe because Tully was a heel calling her a 10, if you always go around as say, oh, my wife or my girlfriend's the perfect 10, regardless of how she looks to you, that probably would piss off a lot of women to call her that. Right. So, so maybe that was in it as well, but I always thought she was perfect 10 because she could do a lot of things. That was just my thought. Haven't talked to her in a, in a number of years, uh, but Nicola and I were, um, Nicola and I were friends, you know, as you probably know, and, uh, I, I've always been very friendly with, uh, female talent, uh, friend of theirs, uh, still today am, uh, so I was back then. 
You looking for a line there? I am. What do you, what do you think of rock and roll express baby blue look here? I kind of dig it. They should have wore this more often. Yeah. You know what? I, uh, I, one, one thing I wanted to bring up last week was the bandanas they wore around their, uh, wrists and yeah. around their waist and everything. There was, there's a double, double drop kick and around their knees there, whatever. Uh, they had, they look at Jesus. They had, uh, they sold those rock and roll express bandanas with their, uh, with their autograph on them, you know, already printed autograph. And we've got a couple of those at home that I put in this box of stuff to give to you. Hmm. Hmm. Oh boy. I Here was just go. at your house. Why didn't I get that? I don't know. I forgot to give it to you. Track it. The order of business was to set a warning for everybody in the chain of command, the domino effect, right down to the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. And I said the first line was Jimmy Valiant. We're not going to waste any time because in 86, we let's need show business. it, JJ. Let's, let's show it. Let's take a look at what we're talking about when we take care of business. Okay, let's take a look at what Tully Blanchard Enterprises is talking about. Here you see. Jimmy Valiant with a patented sleeper hole, JJ. Chokehold. <laughs> well, whatever. He's got Black Bart in a bad way. Black Bart needs a little bit of help. And I tell you what, when you're giving messages to Dusty Rhodes, Magnum TA, you give them right. And this is exactly the way you give a message. And here I come right there. And I'm going to tell you what, in my street clothes, $500 suit, $700 ostrich shoes right there, gold jewelry, everything. Valiant into the post and watch this right on his head. Valiant's career is probably over right now. If he's in the hospital looking at him, looking at this, you think about it. Dusty Rhodes, you think about it. Magnum TA, you think about it. Because I tell you what, when I give a message, the message is given right. And you just saw it. Now you people count it. You know, JJ and I went out and did a little celebrating last night. And I tell you what, I forgot to shave, baby. I was a little late for the flight. But you know, Flair was there too. And when Flair and Tully Blanchard Enterprises get together, you know the party time is on all night long. Jimmy Valiant, your history. Dusty Rhodes, Magnum DA, you think about it. Because I tell you what, there's going to be a day when I walk out here with a national title on one shoulder and a U.S. title on the other. And I tell you what. That's the bottom line. There's a power driver on the floor. Tell me. I'll tell you what. Pile driver on the floor. What the hell? By the way, that pile driver on the floor, uh, was, a, was a big deal, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it happened, uh, in Canton, Ohio on January 9th. What that right there? I think what we just saw was from there. No, that was, uh, that was from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Well, God damn it. I'm just telling you, that's what the fucking history of WWE.com says. Guess what? Guess what? The history, you know what? They might be wrong occasionally. Exactly right. And they may be, the WWE has been known to have idiot writers, haven't they? No, this isn't them. This is independent super fans like me who are working their ass off. WWE don't give a fuck And the reason I know that was Canton, that was Canton. The reason I know that was, uh, I I could just tell the building and you could see the TV lights were there. It was one of our TV tapings. Mm. So. I just recognize the building and I super fan out there may have, and they may have done the same thing in Canton, right? Well, yeah, let me just mention the history of WWE.com is where I'm getting all of these live event results. And Mm -hmm. I don't know that you've ever been there, but I think you should go because they show every result from Crockett from 83 to 2001. 
They've got all the other programs too. Like you can watch, you can look up ring of honor, TNA, ECW, of course, WWE, Smoky mountain, but dude, you want to talk about a resource. If you're just interested in saying, Hey, what was happening in the business, especially when we're doing week to week like this, I would recommend everybody listening to this, go to the history of WWE.com. And there's even a forward slash JCP 86.htm. If you can't figure it out, but holy shit, dude, valuable resource. Good stuff. Absolutely. Good stuff. Um, that was me trying to put them over since you shit on them. I didn't shit on them. I told you what I saw. By the way, this guy selling right here, he looks like he has to like, I mean, seriously, does he know like a vapor or a jeweler or whatever? You know, those people who huff circuit boards, like this guy was one of the first people who had one. He's probably got like, oh, bro, this is maple syrup flavored, man. Have you tried the bacon one? Oh, Connie, I know what you're into. How about the cotton candy vape, man? You get this with some of that fucking Mountain Dew. That code red Mountain Dew, that fucking punch missed by a mile. Don't vape, please. Oh don't. God, huffing circuit boards. I like that pinning combination too. Look at that. I'm gonna put my balls in your face. I'm gonna teabag the shit out of you and then slap you in the face. I think I'd rather Rick Steiner dump me on my head than <laughs> Ron Garvin put his balls in my face. And All right, here's the miss. No, oh, they stopped it. Yeah. Huh. All right, here oh, we yeah. go. Here comes a terrible promo. Morton, Robert Gibson, Rock and Roll Express. You know, Tony, being the NWA World's Tag Team Champions, we defend these titles all over the world every night right. against top contenders. And as you can see, we still are the NWA Tag Team Champions. That means we're on the top of the list. We're the number one tag team in professional wrestling. Right. So, Jimmy Cornette, what you did to brother here is uncalled for. You must have thrown up. People might not have saw it right now, Tony, but they will. And Mess Brothers throw up here. You see Brother, he's still standing there, Tony, because he's got more guts in his little finger than, the, than Jimmy Cornette and the Midnight Express have got the whole entire stinking body. So Jimmy Cornette, what I'm trying to tell you is you, you jumped up the wrong tree, baby. You barked up the wrong tree. So Jimmy Cornette, every dog has got his day. But Jimmy Cornette's just right around the corner. All right. Message to Jim Cornette and the Midnight Express. We're coming right back. Well, as great as they were in the ring, they weren't that great on the stick. That was not a bad promo though. I was ready for it to be really bad. And it was not. Yeah. Ricky was a better promoer than Robert was. I oh. mean, that was well known. Now speaking of good promos, ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Jimmy Cornette. And you know, Jim Cornette, Robert Gibson. You got to pardon me today, Tony. I'm laughing so hard. I can't hardly talk. Robert Gibson's, really upset. Robert Gibson's upset. Well, big deal. Do you think I care about that? What's the matter with Ricky? Ricky, you didn't talk. Has the cat got your tongue, Ricky Morton? What's the matter? Hey, you got a little piece of tape. I want to see it. This is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's better nausea and hair. It's better to leave it to Beaver. Look at this right now. The Rock and Roll Express, once again, an illegal tactic. The double drop kick, totally illegal. So what happened? The Midnight Express and myself went down to the ring to inform the referee that the Rock and Roll Express had cheated. And just like I said would happen, they attacked us from behind, so we had to do something about it. Now, Rock and Roll Express, I warned you a long time ago, I don't like competition. I don't like people getting in the way of what the Midnight Express wants, and most of all, what I want. You see the result of it now, Ricky Morton down on the floor, now we go back for Robert Gibson. I had warned him that we would take care of him one way or another. Not only would we win the belts, but we would get rid of the competition by putting on a professional wrestling any way, shape, or form that I saw fit. And since the Midnight Express, they uh, they are well rewarded. 
for everything they do for me. I thought up something just uh, just <laughs> riding down the road in the car one day I thought might be appropriate because Ricky Morton's always talking big and bad and tough. I figure, oh. let's see how big and how bad that he can talk when he's got a busted up throat, when he can't move, when he can't get up off the mat, and when he's got blood coming out of his mouth, as you'll see shortly, because that throat right there will probably never be the same again. I'm surprised he's still walking around, but the only thing that does is give me an opportunity to think of something else to do to that stinking little slimy punk. Because like I've said before, Rock and Roll Express, I hate your guts, but I'll give you this. You're the only competition that we've got in professional wrestling, and that means that you've got to be put out of the way, and I don't care what method or what manner has to be taken to do it. All of Ricky's friends, they're so concerned. They're coming around to see if he's okay. Does he look okay to you, Tony? No, no not at all. I, this is the greatest thing that I have ever done in my entire life. The Midnight Express, the perfect team to do something like that because it requires split-second timing. A lot of thought went into that. I wish my mother could see it. I wish my grandmother could. You know what I'd say to my grandmother if she was here right now? No, what's that? I'd say, what are you doing here, Granny? You've been dead for nine years. And Ricky Morton, you're going to fit in the same caliber real soon because I don't, what do you want? Jim, listen now. You know, you come out here a lot and you say many things. Some things we're amused by, but what I just saw on TV was one of the sickest things I've ever seen in my life. Tony, that just breaks my heart. That really does. Because let me tell you something. I don't give a tinker's twiddle what you think. I don't give a tinker's twiddle what you idiots out there think. And most of all, I don't give a tinker's twiddle what the Rock and Roll Express thinks. The only thing the Rock and Roll Express have to think is that the Midnight Express have heard them once. The Midnight Express are going to hurt them again. And the Midnight Express, I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, are going to be your next World Tag Team Champions. Ladies and gentlemen, the rightful Tag Team Champions of the world, Loverboy Dennis and beautiful Bobby, the Midnight Express. Hell of a promo, no matter what. Yeah, and he ended. It, he had that joke about his grandmother. Oh, dude. By the way, he's I dressed like a Christmas tree with the green and red. How about that? Uh, but you saw also, the joke coming. I, yeah, I saw the joke coming. Also, I, I, there's something in this interview that I wanted to bring up because it very rarely would I say something to one of the wrestlers. I would just say, here are Dusty Rhodes and Babydoll. But Jim Cornette many times would tell me, and they, they would let him do his own thing. They would, he would tell me, he said, I want you to really get on me about that. I want you to say something near the end of the interview. So this was always kind of planned. I would never say this on my own. Right. I would always be prompted what to say. And normally Jim Cornette would tell me to say something like that. So that brought back memories of Cornette says, I got this interview. So I want you to really say something about the footage we're going to show and, and really get on me about it. And so I did. And, and that's how it would happen. But you know, I, I would never do I, <clears throat> go into business for my own self as a, an announcer, David Crockett would cause he owned the company, <laughs> but not me. So, the joke. I had never heard that before. You know, my, uh, I wish my mama could, could have seen it. I wish my granny would have been here to seen it. You know what I'd say to my granny, if she was here, I'd say, granny, what the hell are you doing here? You've been dead for nine years. <laughs> you had heard that joke before. Uh, I know. I, I just, rem when he was, I had heard it from Jim Cornette. Okay. Uh, many times. And when we're listening to it right now, I said, here we go. It's coming. So I like it. Yeah. I like it too. Hey, my dog's arrived. Hey, there's Kevin Sullivan.
doing a little hey, run in. What's up, buddy? Come on over here, big boy. He sneezed at me. Hey, uh, I want to mention as we're watching the Midnight Express might short work here of these fellas. What you got coming up later this same day, you would be in Charleston, West Virginia and Columbus, Georgia, two shows. Mm-hmm. The next day on the 12th, you'd have 6,000 people in Cleveland. Uh, Flair would be working with Dusty Rhodes, but the match that went on last was Magnum TA and Tully Blanchard. Oh, uh, that's no, that's not a pin. How about it? I thought for sure that was right. Um, on the 13th, you're in, um, Greenwood, South Carolina, at the civic center. It's a worldwide taping. Uh, and you know, the deal there, lots of enhancement matches and whatnot. Um, Memorial auditorium, the 14th, the next day, 5,600 fans, dusty and flair go to a no contest on top. Second from the top is the rock and roll express versus the midnights. Uh, here's the big one though. The next day or two days later, rather January 16th. So what would that have been? That would have been Thursday night. Okay. You're in Winnipeg, Manitoba with the AWA. Well, I bring this up. Because it's Flair versus Bachwinkle. That's a pretty cool deal. Now, at the time, Bachwinkle's not the AWA world champ. Stan Hansen is. Stan's okay. working with Rick Martel, but Flair in the AWA wrestling Bachwinkle. That's kind of cool here. Oh, yeah. You know, I remember somewhere, maybe you, I don't, I don't know if it was a, a part of Jim Crockett promotions or if it was part of the old WWF or AWA. I remember a mega card where they had all three world champions defended in one night. Oh, here comes Bill after. Let's track it. And now here's your host, senior editor of Pro Wrestling Illustrated, Bill Lafter. Welcome to another edition of Pro Wrestling Illustrated Scouting Reports. I'm your host, senior editor, Bill Apter. First of all, welcome to our new time spot. And secondly, thank you for all those thousands upon thousands of letters we've received in our editorial offices in Rockville Center, New York. Last week's show with Magnum TA got such a great response. We've asked the U.S. champ, Magnum TA, to be with us again this week. Magnum, welcome. Bill, pleasure to be here. Magnum, 1985 was a darn good year for you. 1986, I'm sure, you know, looks really rosy to you, I would assume. What, what, what's 86 have in store for you? Future plans. Well, 86 will be a continuation of the quest that I started in 1985, which was for the World's Heavyweight Championship held by Ric Flair. Right. We had uh, many long, drawn-out battles, you might say, and they never really uh, ended in any clear-cut conclusion, mm-hmm. anything that I was happy with anyway. And I feel like... Maybe there's just a few keys to the puzzle left, maybe a few pieces that I haven't quite put together yet, but I feel like in 1986 I'll be able to put those pieces in place and then hopefully come up with a winning combination. So that could do it. Also, your United States Heavyweight Championship, several uh, contenders looking looking to uh, go after Magnum TA. Now, one of those top contenders, Arn Anderson, recently won the World Television Tournament, and I'd like to uh, let everyone take a look at, right now, that World TV Tournament. So it's a little package here showing clips of, uh, the tournament where Arn Anderson won the TV title, of course, in the main event or the finals rather of that tournament, it's going to be Wahoo and Arn. I kind of like this, um, I don't know, ESPN style sit down interview. It has a, a feel like a legitimate sport, doesn't it? Oh yeah. It was, it was a night. We put some money into that set. That set was, uh, in Charlotte in backstage at, uh, at the Crockett, uh, on Briarbend offices. Yeah. No, check out too. When they come back, 
I like the letters on the wall that say TBS and Superstation. I told Megan when I watched this earlier that I wanted that somewhere in the house and she laughed. So that means it's definitely not happening. Uh, but there was a wood sign between y'all that says JCP Sports. And I love that. And I hope that yeah. we can find it one day. But they turn it into, just for the sake of the video here, a TV. And so when we come back, the guys are going to be looking at this plank of wood that at the time they've superimposed the like TV. Look at them looking at it. And that's right. just wood. Let's track it. Championship. Arn Anderson, also a top contender for the United States Heavyweight Championship. Let's look at Arn Anderson. He's gotten quite a bit more hot-headed ever since Ole Anderson entered his life again. Well, I feel like that's a, an association when you're talking about family members. Certainly, Ole Anderson's track record speaks for itself. So the influence that he's had over Arn definitely can't be a positive one as far as a sportsmanlike attitude because these, these men have on many occasions said that they go out there to hurt people. That's exactly their motto, their ring strategy. So Arn Anderson has carried that strategy over in his one-on-one -on -one wrestling. It's been pretty successful for him because now he is a world television champion. Yeah, so in fact, it has to be acknowledged. So Arn Anderson definitely has to be one of the number one contenders that I'm going to have to deal with and defend in the United Obviously. States Heavyweight Championship. Okay, now probably the one that most people would say is the most controversial of your challengers, Tully Blanchard, the man who you took the title from in that I Quit match. I don't feel like Tully Blanchard and I, the issue there will ever will ever be solved. As long as the two of us are putting on wrestling boots and entering a wrestling ring, there's always going to be a conflict because neither one of us is going to back down. He's a very tenacious, competitive athlete. He's got a, he's got a definite opinion about the way he should do things. Right. He's not going to change his mind. I'm not going to change mine. But the fact of the matter is he was, was the one that lost the championship to me. He's going to have to come make the challenge to me now because there's other people out there besides Tully. I recognize his credentials in challenging me for this, but I'm not going to totally let myself be obsessed with Tully Blanchard as I was in 1985. A lot of our mail says it's just a matter of time before one of you practically kills the other one. What's your reaction to that? Well, I feel that the I Quit match was a situation where we almost didn't maim each other, yeah. almost to the point of taking it totally out of the realm of a sport. And when that happened, it sickened me a little bit because mm -hmm. it took a little of the heart out of me because I don't right. like I don't like that I don't like the animal I became in the ring on right. that particular occasion. Mm -hmm. So for that reason, I don't ever want to have one of those matches again if I can possibly help it. I don't okay. regret anything that happened, but I want to go on. All right. From up in Portland, Oregon, one of the top challengers, Bobby Jaggers. Bobby Jaggers has recently gone from a fan favorite to a hated rule breaker, which he's been through most of his career. He's probably one of the, the most versatile wrestlers. He can use rule breaking tactics and scientific tactics as well. Well, I've done a little bit of scouting on Bobby Jaggers. He's a, he's a relatively heavy-looking man. 265 pounds. And deceiving in the fact that you would not think he had the agility or the speed or the ability to execute the scientific maneuvers, yet when he gets the opportunity to take advantage of someone, he'll go right back to the old rule-breaking, right. kick-and-punch type uh, style of wrestling. So that makes him a man as, as dangerous and deceiving and hard to handle in the ring. They call him the hangman. He uses that hangman hold, and uh, he, he's another one, as you said, who's out to just destroy his opponents. Let's go to uh, Mid-South right now, Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase is a man that over the years I've developed a great deal of respect for, not necessarily caring about his personal aspects or his personality, but he has a great deal of wrestling ability. I've watched him 
in the ring with uh, very large, strong men that relied totally on his strength. And he's always been, uh, been able to conduct himself in a scientific wrestling manner if that's what he chose to do. The man has got a lot of stamina, a lot of endurance, and he's about, he's about 6'4", 255 pounds. He's, you don't really comprehend how large the man is until you're standing right up on him. And he's got, I think he's got what it takes to be a champion. Let me ask you this, though, Magnum. Recently, he suffered an injury which nearly ended his career, an injury to his neck. Um, would you go, go after something like this? You know he had a neck injury. Would this be your way of getting a, a contender out of the way quickly? I never would go in the ring with an idea of working on some, someone's an, an injury per se. I, I try to weaken a part of the body, and that's just a strategy. But as far as a neck, I've never been someone that works uh, strategically as, front, as far as front face locks or headlocks. It hasn't been my stronghold. Uh, I believe that sometimes it comes down to a point and maybe you've been wrestling uh, 35 40 minutes where mm -hmm. unconsciously maybe you go for something if you see a weakness but that wouldn't be the first thing i'd go for in a match okay now at 275 pounds moscow russia probably one of the the toughest challengers you'll ever have nikita koloff i feel outside of myself there's probably no more intense competitor young competitor in wrestling today than Nikita Koloff. You know what, let's take a break right here and when we come back, let's take an in-depth look at Nikita Koloff. Okay, we'll be right back. Don't you dare go away. They did two segments here. Yeah, and you know, uh, he, he was talking about the, a neck injury on Ted DiBiase. And w if, would you work on someone who had a neck injury and later on in the... Wow. Reports. I'm your host, Bill After. Once again, my guest... United States heavyweight champion, Magnum TA. Before the break, we said we'd come back and discuss probably one of the toughest men in professional wrestling, Nikita Koloff. I think when you're looking at Nikita, you look at a man, not necessarily the largest, not necessarily the strongest, but maybe one of the most determined young wrestlers in the sport today. I've watched him against many of his opponents. When he gets someone in there with a, that doesn't have a great deal of experience, he doesn't waste a whole lot of time. He goes right out on a seek and destroy mission. He doesn't waste a whole lot of effort, a whole lot of moves. He goes out there and accomplishes his goal right mm -hmm. off the bat. And I kind of can relate to that myself because if you've viewed some of my matches, I've had a, quite a few very quick wins on television. That's my philosophy too. You As a reminder to everyone watching this, the reason they're talking about Nikita is because he and Magnum are going to hook it up in a major way that summer and do their whole best of seven series for the U S right. title. So we're planting the seeds here in January for what's to come months down the road. Now let's take a look as Nikita Koloff takes on Jerry Blackland. So they're going to watch the match here. Mm -hmm. Uh, and boy, Nikita is as big as a house here. I mean, when you're just talking about size, Nikita is one of the guys that's a, a match that you see here from late 85, November of 85. But they're just breaking down what he's doing to his opponent. And he's got a poor enhancement talent. He's just ping-ponging around the damn ring. But Nikita is busting at the seams. He looks like a WWF guy, does he not? Yeah, he's he's a super heel is what he is. He's a body guy. And and Crockett was not usually enamored with body guys. He wanted you know, good, hard-hitting, fast-paced action. He wanted matches, not looks necessarily. He'd have been a good heel for Hogan. Wouldn't he have been? That's what I was thinking, man. It's like, yeah. you know, the 86 is the time when they're trying to find a big heel for Hogan right. and they wind up with Bundy and no disrespect to King Kong Bundy, but man, if he would have jumped ship and it was all American versus this evil giant Russian, that could have been Nikita's real claim to fame right there. WrestleMania too. 
but he didn't do it. And he's loyal to yep. dusty. Dusty's taking great care of him and they're going to do big business here. It turned out just fine, but him with Hogan feels like unnatural, right? Yeah, absolutely. The, the, the big Russian heel, man. And look at that, man. Whoa. You know, th this segment is a little bit long for my taste. Super long. Let's go back. Perfected better than any other wrestler. Well, it's just like a, any maneuver. There's some things that, that people are just specialized in. They do it better than anyone else. It's like my belly-to-belly -belly suplex. A lot of people can perform the same maneuver, and it doesn't have the same effect. The clothesline, there's something about Nikita Koloff, the intensity, the speed, the way he executes that move that makes it come off like no one else. Okay, now you have said, and we quoted you saying this, better dead than red. Nikita Koloff will never take your title. How strongly do you feel about this? I mean, what? I feel just as strongly about this as I did when I was on the quest for this title. See, I feel that the only way you keep the prestige and the importance of a title upheld is by going against the toughest competition in the world today. I feel today that my greatest challenge out of all the people we named is Nikita Koloff, and he represents all the things that I disagree with. Mm -hmm. He's here living in our country. He's enjoying all the things that you get from living in America. It makes all the American freedom, money. Making our money, right. living in our land, and constantly putting it down. And that's why I feel like this is a more of a personal thing for me. Being the United States heavyweight champion, representing the United States, yeah. I'm not going to let this man take this from me. Some people have nicknamed him the Russian road warrior. Do you feel that's a, a title befitting him? Well, I've heard that, and I've also heard him call the Russian nightmare, and I mm -hmm. think that is more befitting. The man can be a nightmare to a great many of his opponents, but I think he's going to find in me that he's he's looking at a whole new ballpark. Are you scared of him at all? Does he intimidate you with his, his size and his, his whole attitude? I'm intimidated by no man. There's nothing to fear but fear itself. I believe if you're prepared to go in a battle, then you're ready. And when I go in the ring with Nikita Koloff, it will be a battle. I'm not going to take anything lightly about okay. him. Okay but he's not going to have an easy task with myself. Okay, right now, Magnum, want to get to the portion of the show where the fans ask their God Goddamn, how long is this segment? I have no idea, man, but this is... I can't... I, I'm not going to keep tracking it. Our fans are no, not one. don't, don't, yeah, don't. Yeah. Let's... You and I are more entertaining than this, I would think. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I understand we're trying to... Oh, look, they turned the wood into a TV screen again. This is great, so... Oh, we got to hear this problem. Montreal, Canada, uh, thank you for sending in your questions. Um, the question was, what are my favorite hobbies? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I listen week one of, of 1986 Crockett TV was one of the best hours or two, two hours of TV yeah. we've ever seen in wrestling, right? This is not the best follow-up effort. And, and I think it's just experimental. This Crockett or this, uh, after thing way too long should have been one segment. I mean, you've produced TV way more than me. What would your recommendation have been to make that better? It would have been one segment. Uh, the questions would have been out. We wouldn't have seen anything about Arn Anderson winning the television title. Uh, we would have, I don't know why we would have to talk about mid South and Portland nope. and, and all of that. I would have just talked about the angle between he and, uh, he and Nikita. It feels like the Magnum or not Magnum, but the, the, uh, mid South and Portland thing probably would have been an after request to try to keep his journalistic integrity from the pro wrestling illustrated side. So yep. we're not just shilling for one promotion. Right. Oh, and there you see the, uh, the address. Let me ask you guys shot that in Charlotte. So mm -hmm. after it came down every single week and shot new stuff, or did he can't make one trip and you guys shot several. Yeah. We shot several. Yeah. That, this is the, he had, and I don't know if it aired on our TV or not. I'm sure it aired on TV. He did one with Jerry Lawler. And that's the first time I met Jerry Lawler 
was Lawler came to Crockett's office to do one of these. How was it? It was, it was good. Uh, Lawler was good. And, and, uh, and, and I really think the Magnum Zine's promo mode now, he's kind of looking at the camera. Uh, but I, these were done to build, continue to build a good relationship with pro wrestling illustrated. Yeah. And, and I get that. I understand that, but man, it's, it's oh, Thank God. Shake his hand. See you later, Bill. Well, I'm going to text bill tonight. I'll say, I just watched uh, one of the uh, scouting reports of bill after in a two hour show. It lasts an hour and 15 minutes. So yeah. Whew. Well, I'm going to talk to baby doll here. And I think that's worth tracking because she's a perfect 10. Well, listen, guys, I'm sorry. We wound up tracking that so long. Our plan is to entertain you and not hope that they can, but I do feel like we need to listen to baby dolls. So let's see what she's saying to Tony here. Oh, is personal along with the national heavyweight title belt. That's right. Last week I came out here and I took up a little bit of Arn Anderson's time and I told him a special message. Well, I'm out here now because Arn Anderson said something at the end of that interview that said that women were only good for making dinner and making babies. Well, listen, darling, I certainly am not out here cooking and I certainly am not out here barefoot, but I'm out here with this message and that was that you're next. And believe me, the cage match is set. Some bones of yours are going to be broken if Dusty Rhodes or myself have anything to do with it. All right, man. What do you think uh, in real life, baby doll cooks really, really well? Uh, she probably uh, smokes a good turkey. Hey, you know, losing weight's been a never ending battle for me. And whether you're trying to lose weight or maybe build muscle or just get your nutrition on track, one thing is critical. I found this out years ago it's protein. But it's especially important to get the protein powder that's right for your lifestyle and health goals. That's why I'm glad that I now use Gainful. It's personalized to my exact nutritional needs, and it works for me. And it works for me because of all the work I've been doing on the Peloton. Gainful powder is never repetitive or boring. With Gainful, you're never going to be stuck with a big tub of protein with a flavor you're not into. And you know how that is. Gainful sends you a pouch of unflavored protein accompanied by single-serving flavor boosts. You can choose from rich chocolate, cookies and cream, Madagascar vanilla, chocolate peanut butter, strawberry cream, and cafe mocha. And this will customize each and every protein shake to your exact taste. Or just add the unflavored protein straight to your smoothies and recipes. Gainful is designed by a team of sports nutrition experts who work with professional teams and athletes. So to find out what's right for you, you got to take the quiz. And it's very quick. The quiz only took me a few minutes to complete. I got to choose a flavor boost that comes with my protein, and they tailored my protein formula. How about that? I can switch up the taste with Gainful Flavor Boost anytime I want. And I love that Gainful tells you exactly what ingredients go into your protein powder and why. Okay, we know your fitness and nutrition journey is one of a kind. Mine is different than yours. So the products you use should be too. With personalized nutrition and support, Gainful makes sure you are making progress towards your health and fitness goals every day. Right now, we here at WHW have a special offer for our listeners. Get $15 off your first month of personalized protein powder when you go to Gainful.com slash WHW. That's G-A-I-N-F-U-L dot com slash WHW. Trust me, you're going to love having personalized protein powder from Gainful. It's a game changer. That's Gainful.com slash WHW to get $15 off your first month. All right, listen up, fellas. It's time to get rid of your stupid cigarettes. All right, they stink. 
Your vape is lame. Unplug that thing. Throw out your dip. Get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. We've been talking about Lucy for a little while. Lucy's a company that's founded by some Caltech scientists and former smokers. They wanted a tobacco alternative that doesn't suck. They want something better. They want something cleaner. And they researched and developed Lucy for three years because it was made for people, not patients. And here's how I know. They've got nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in wintergreen, cinnamon, or pomegranate. All those flavors sound and taste amazing. They've even got a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine. That's in a cherry ice flavor. But maybe what's best about Lucy, you can enjoy these products anywhere. They're convenient and discreet. When I say anywhere, I mean anywhere. Do it in the gym. Do it in your car. Do it in a plane. Do it at work. Nobody's going to know. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple and you don't even have to leave the house. Lucy has delivery down and our, what happened when listeners can go to Lucy.co and use promo code WHW to get 20% off all their products, including gum or lozenges. That's Lucy.co and the promo code is WHW at checkout. Also, I have to give you this disclaimer warning. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code WHW. No. Uh let me say let, let me say something about a pissing face. <laughs> I just I want to see if I can say it without laughing, and I couldn't. I tried. Everyone pisses, don't they? I didn't mean so, that. I meant with okay, Lo- so, I meant with Lois or Oh God, or would you stop it? What? Would you stop with this fucking anyway? So here's what I wanted to say, which is kind of serious here. Listen. You know how I think I mentioned Ric Flair at the beginning of the show and he didn't show up. Yes. I remember. Okay. There'll be a lot. There were a lot of times, many, many times because of travel and because of guys missing airplanes and Tully even said, I almost missed the airplane. And because of guys being out somewhere like, you know, Cincinnati or somewhere else and flying in that we would think that guys were going to be there and then they weren't there in time to do the show. So that happened. We, they, we had to, uh, or dusty who formatted the show had to kind of format it on the fly a lot of times, but it, it, I mean, it was, I mean, it, in effect compared to what we do today, it was a simple show. You either wrestled or you talked at the set, right? That's basically all you did. You know, now we do all kinds of different things. And, uh, so, um, uh, you know, we have entrances and, and things like that, but it was, it was pretty, uh, uh, formula show. So, but a lot of times things had to change, things changed up. And, uh, I have a feeling that I probably said Ric Flair would be there thinking he was going to be there. So there, I was trying to think, why would I say that? And then all of a sudden it hit me and I remembered how many times I had to change things out. So now anything else you'd like to talk about besides pissing the cop? About what, besides what pissing, what the pissing phase or, or contest or whatever it is. What do you think the set that you guys are standing in front of when you do these interviews, what do you think that is these days? Do you think Jackie Crockett has it? He might have it. When we hang up, we sh- I'm texting him. We should have asked what we should have asked David when we had him on the show on the ad free shows. Oh, I couldn't ask him with everybody listening. Cause then they'd start hitting him up, trying to buy stuff. I can't, I can't, I, what I'm saying is I can't raise the price on myself. I got you because there'll be somebody out there listening. You know who you are, David brush and Kova, and y'all are going to be trying to snag this shit when I'm the one who's asking these questions on here. Don't you be getting behind jumping the line on me? 
Yeah, exactly. He's the one doing the legwork, and you guys are just sitting down getting the payoffs. It's bullshit. Bullshit. He's probably one of those people on Facebook. Oh God. Oh, why did you even get on Facebook, dude? I don't know, man. And I was, fu- I was, I was five. I was fucking hopping mad, hopping mad today. I could tell you texted me and you said, Hey, I can record at that time. And I said, okay, I'll be ready. And you said, will you be drunk? And I'm like, what? I've been recording podcasts all day where you were fiddle fucking around with your kids who don't really love you at all. You know, <laughs> they don't really love me at all. Yeah. Oh man. Look at that big press slam. You know what? And he had the strength to do that. I wonder how, as we get a good shot of his back as he climbs in. Can I just say that if I, if Nikita Koloff was pissed off at you in a bar, you probably wouldn't fuck with him. Nope. How about when he's just walking around with a chain around his neck like that? Can you imagine if you're just like bebopping through your downtown, that motherfucker's just walking around with a chain around his neck, you'd lock the car door or at least make sure it was locked. That's right. Have you heard about licking frogs to get high? <laughs> You're so full. Apparently people lick frogs to get high. And I just wonder, as I see Barry Darso's back here, if you licked his back, would you turn into the incredible Hulk? <laughs> what would happen? He's doing a hell of a job of selling this, this leg here. Might not be selling. I know. That's what I was thinking for a minute. Oh, I don't want to see his butthole. Get another shot. God damn it. Who's running the truck? Get another shot. I tell you, it's the TBS people. Well, I mean, there's like zooming in on sphincter. That was the sphincter cam. We've had the referee. Well, this is the butthole cam. I didn't need that. I wonder if that's how he came up with his name. Hey, will you smash all these bumps on my back? We're demolition. Oh, here they come. The road warriors are here. Let's track it. How about it? Sam Houston gets the upset win. Crowd goes wild. Look at him, Tony. Just look at him. Did my best. Kick him, kick him, kick him like a dog. Road warriors and the Russians, man. It's good stuff. Oh, and Dusty's here. Look at him going nuts for Dusty. When I saw this, uh, this thing that uh, build that was going to be crusher against Sam Houston, I was I remember thinking I think Sam became the uh, middle ag champion at one time, and this was the time. So boys and girls, week two, and we've got a new mid Atlantic champion. Things are happening here on our What Happened When revisits Crockett eighty six. Did you wear cowboy boots and jeans in this era or no? Oh, no, I've, I've never been much for jeans. I don't like jeans at all. Does it restrict your sack meat or why are you anti? Uh, I don't think they're comfortable. Mm. I never thought they were comfortable. I know the commercials say real comfortable jeans. And I say real bullshit commercial. Here we go. Track it. We're seeing red. We're seeing lots of red. They rusted the bit of our face. Now we're going to get news. Who's got the chain now? Who's got the chain? The Warriors got the chain. I'll tell you what else. You Russians better get ready. Because we're 
coming. And when we come, boy, you're in a lot of trouble. Tell him, Big Dad. You know, Toy Savani Wrestling is a game in which you're either the teacher or you're taught a lesson. Russians, you were just taught the lesson of your lifetime. And it's only beginning now. We'll be back right after this. I like the uh, Road Warrior promos. Does that make me a bad person? What's that? Make you a bad person? Yeah, I'm just asking. No, you're a bad person anyway before that. Oh, thanks. Arn Anderson in the ring here, going to be taking on Jim Jeffries. Uh, Jim was one of the guys that uh, we had seen. Remember the uh, the state, not uh, Par, uh, Sergeant Bailey Parker, but they had a couple of, unlike one of the first Clash of the Champions, they had the helmet on like motorcycle cops. He was one of those guys. See, uh, what do you think of, uh, Arn Anderson's boots? I like these boots. I think better than just about any he wore. I know he likes the Anderson style boots and I get that, but these right here, I don't know why, but the black, the white and red always were like what I imagine Arn Anderson wearing. Yeah. You know what he, uh, to me, the, uh, the Anderson boots were only Anderson, yeah. not him. Well, I think they yeah, just like mean a lot to him because better. he respects, you know, them. Right. Absolutely. I agree with all of that, man. So I wonder if there's, oh, baby doll's oh, talking. Here we go. Got to track it. Yeah. We have set up. All right. Dave? Oh, that's right. You heard baby doll. Oh, baby doll. He knows you're here now. Yes. This is it. He almost lost it right there. Jeffrey should have taken better advantage of that situation since he Seemed to make his uh, attention. Gord Buster, okay. that'll do it. One, two, three. And if, if I was a betting man, I bet Arn's got something to say. Let's track it. Yeah, I bet those angles too. Arn Anderson, the world television champion. Here's your title. You want it? Oh, on, baby doll. Yeah, that's what you think. Not for Since when does Dusty Rose have to have a woman do his talking for him? Dusty Rose doesn't have to have me do anything for him. The last thing I need on my interview time is a painted lady telling me anything. Where's Rhodes? Uh, I, I don't have to do anything, you. Rhodes, but maybe you better look behind There he is. Hey, he wanted him. What a great little moment here. Yeah. The last thing I'm going to do is have a painted lady out here telling me what to do. And then he wants to know where Dusty is. Dusty snuck in the back door. He's in the ring waiting on him. That's good stuff. Yeah, that's that's a good way to end the show. I thought they I thought they would uh and we got about a minute here, I guess, left. So I don't know if Arn is actually gonna roll in the ring. Yep. Maybe he is. He's definitely maybe gonna the tease tape it. machines are still gonna be rolling, and we'll show you what happened next week. Not nope. <laughs> oh, Arn he... takes a powder. Oh, there you go. Baby face. I mean heel Jones. Oh, here you go. Let's track it. We'll see you next week on World Championship Wrestling. Yeah, quick little promo and gone. Hey, so he says, now's not the time and the place. I'll see you when I'm ready. Producer Virgil Reynolds, Wayne Daniel, Ken Carter. By the way, we need to really slap old Tammy Miller around for making you look like Raggedy Ann. Hey, um, 
this is fun. And and by the way, one of the things I want to point out is how the booking really all sort of comes together. I mean, last week we saw the road warrior saying, we're going to find another partner to join us, to take those six man championship belts from the Russians. And then to this week, they ran out and attacked them. Last week we saw JJ Dillon say, Hey, we're going to do the domino effect on dusty roads. And we're going to take out everybody associated with dusty roads, but we're going to save the best for last. And you're going to be the last one to fall. And when you do, we're taking back baby doll and we're taking back that title. We're going to start with Jimmy Valiant. So the idea is Tully wants dusty, but he's going to work his way up. And then of course, dusty responds and says, oh, before you take out one of mine, I'm going to take out one of yours. And baby doll says, we're going to start with Arn Anderson. So I like the idea that yes, we're going to get there, but we're going to tell a story and take our time as to how we get there. And along the way, Dusty's saying, I want to be the world champion. One of the things I really like, which is Flair's belt, which is obviously what they're doing around the loop. But one of the things I really liked that we heard last week and this week is Dusty said something like, as long as I'm the highest paid athlete on any given night and I make half a million dollars a year, I'm happy or something like that. Right. And then Ron Garvin started this week uh, saying, Hey, I want to make half a million dollars a year. And that's what holding Flair's belt pays. And I'm going to get there that in today's money is well over a million dollars, but I just love the idea that you're talking about the money associated with being the champion and winning matches. It added a layer of realism. It's not just, uh, you stole my hat brother. You got hard times coming your way. It's no, I want to make a fucking half a million dollars and I'm going to beat your ass. Cause I want to provide for my family. It's kind of the same thing that Jr. alludes to a lot on AW. Now he says it a lot. He says you want to win because winners get the most money. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's the old school drilling that Jim had. Right. I mean, so he's, he, he still believes in that. And, uh, so that's why he says that a lot now. So, yeah. Well, listen, this was fun. We're going to be back next week watching, uh, week three of Jim Crockett promotions. Of course, you can see what we're doing over at adfreeshows.com. We're also going to be posting bonus episodes, uh, from all the other episodes that the WWE network has posted from 1986, but we're going in order. Uh, and I want to remind you, we are still doing crazy off the wall by request topics over at patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. We recently watched Monday night raw from 1996 and Survivor Series 1994, uh, and there's going to be more bonus content every single month, plus interactive Q&As and lots of behind-the-scenes stuff. It's all happening at patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. Yes, there are two Patreons. There's sort of our super Patreon with all of our hosts, but then there's one that's WHW Monday specific. It's grown into its own little family within a family, and we can't thank you enough for all of your support. And, Tony, I know that you weren't even yourself really sold on the idea of we're going to watch the same thing week after week, two weeks in buddy. I'm loving this. How about you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm digging it. And we've got on the horizon. We've got the great American bashes and the angles coming out of that. We've got the best out of seven, the best of seven. And I think maybe some of them were on this show. Yeah. There were some of them, some of them were on, I think they were all television. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not so sure. Or maybe the championship. I, I, I can't remember exactly. Maybe that book. We'll tell you where they were. We may see one of those best of sevens, which a lot of people still remember to the, to this day. And then we're going to also see in 1986, which is a downer, but it's, it's history. We're going to see the reaction of all of us after the accident to Magnum TA. So this was a very eventful year in many, many ways, good and bad. And it's a, it's a good look back. 
It really is. It is a great look back. And, uh, unfortunately when I look at the time, it's about that time. And ladies and gentlemen, the perfect 10 baby doll comes to the ring and her opponent for this match, the perfect 11 Lois Skiavon, as Chris Jericho would say. And now they're getting ready to all, oh, they're doing the boob bump and Lois is going to win it with the boob bump because no one gets up from Lois Skiavon's boob bump. And we're desperately out of time. We'll see you next week on What Happened When, on Wednesdays on Westwood One, and on Mondays we come to you on Patron. Patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. And of course, adfreeshows.com. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Everybody's heard this. Make sure your sweetheart knows she's your star. Picture it. It's Valentine's Day. She opens this really cool gift box and out slides a blue rose trimmed in gold. You know, the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets, and you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. It's breathtaking. Now, picture a magnificent, real 24-karat gold rose deeply dipped in pure 24-karat gold with petals in this rich blue color covered in sparkles that mimics the stars in the sky. That's Twinkle Twinkle. The brand-new exclusive rose only available at Steven Singer Jewelers. Real jewelers, real roses, really dipped in pure 24 karat gold with real lifetime guarantee. It's always the number one Valentine's day gift that lasts forever. It comes with your own free personal love note and ships fast and free to the love of your life, your wife, daughter, or sweetheart. And says, I'm so lucky to have you in my life. Steven's brand new roses, $79, but his real 24 karat gold dip roses started only $59. Go right now to IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Hey, before we get out of here, I want to remind you that at SaveWithConrad.com, we don't just help people refinance. We can help you buy your dream home, but don't take my word for it. Check out Mickey. That's right. Mickey James from WWE. She and her husband, the NWA world champion, Nick Aldis, went to SaveWithConrad.com. We hooked them up and they left us this five-star review. Conrad and his entire team were amazing. We found the perfect house and they worked so hard to make it a reality. So grateful. I would suggest them to anyone looking to buy a home, refinance, or upgrade their existing home. If you want someone who will work hard for you, this is your team. Thanks guys. Mickey. No, thank you, Mickey. We appreciate you and Mr. Aldous putting your faith and confidence in us. And we're going to treat you guys listening at home right now, the exact same way we're hooking up all the stars and you can be our next success story. I want to remind you with the interest rates lower than ever. That means your buying power is at an all time high. What's that mean in layman's terms? You can get a bigger, nicer, better house with a cheaper monthly payment than ever before. Find out how easy it is to get started right now at savewithconrad.com. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. And by the way, if you don't qualify right now, we're going to get you a battle plan to show you how to qualify later this year, but you need to start right now at savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. And did I mention we're licensed in more than 40 states? Step one to getting into your dream home, savewithconrad.com.